This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, February 22nd, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. A persistent myth surrounding the immigration issue is that they come to the U.S. primarily to get on welfare. It's not true. Leighton Koo, a professor of health policy at George Washington University, is co-author of a new Cato working paper, The Use of Public Assistance Benefits by Citizens and Non-Citizen Immigrants in the United States. We spoke yesterday. Immigration is unique as a subject matter because there is so much uh, very bad information floating around about uh, immigrants' propensity to work the uh, the economics are, are often quite bad when it comes to talking about uh, how immigrants take jobs uh, from Americans. You've recently produced a working paper for the Cato Institute. What did you find? Well, it was trying to deal with one of the things you're talking about, which is in part misinformation. And there is often a belief that has been fueled uh, by claims and studies by other organizations. So many people believe that immigrants uh, use public assistance benefits. So here I'm talking about things like Medicaid health insurance benefits, uh, SNAP used to be called food stamp nutrition assistance, uh, benefits for elderly and disabled people. Here I mean the supplemental security income, uh, other cash benefits. Uh, And they think that they use these benefits at rates far higher than native-born citizens. And then in addition, in many cases, there's the belief that somehow if immigrants are using these benefits at such high levels, that somehow it's hurting the rest of the country. Uh, What we found in our study when we looked at it uh, was that, in fact, these are are far from the truth and that, in fact, if you look at low-income immigrants – and here I mean immigrants who who are not citizens because that's typically who people are thinking about as immigrants, not those who are naturalized – but non-citizen immigrants actually uh, use public assistance benefits much less uh, than native citizens. Uh, In addition to that, and this was sort of new information, when they get those benefits, and sometimes they do get the benefits, uh, typically the value of the benefits they receive is far less than the value of benefits uh, that native citizens receive. So the net combination of these facts, the fact that immigrants have low rates of use, and also when they get the benefits, use relatively few benefits, means that the actual combined you know, cost to society of immigrants' use of public assistance benefits is far, far below the level uh, for equivalent uh, native-born citizens. Why do you suspect that is? Well, I think there are a couple of reasons for it. One is because uh, there's some public policy reasons. Uh, in fact, uh, some of the federal laws exclude uh, certain immigrants from getting benefits. So in general, Uh, People who are undocumented immigrants, those who aren't here legally, uh, are barred from getting benefits like Medicaid, uh, food assistance benefits, uh, cash welfare benefits. So a large share of them aren't eligible at all for these benefits. Uh, In addition, there are a fairly large number of legal immigrants who are also barred from immigrants. So uh, in 1996, uh, Congress passed a law, a welfare reform law that basically said if you're a legal immigrant – but you've been in the U.S. for less than five years, you can't get Medicaid, food assistance benefits, cash welfare benefits. So, you know, this meant that even people who we've admitted legally uh, have a hard time getting these benefits. So part of that is just by definition. Yes. And I think the other reason that happens is uh, that immigrants, when they're coming to the U.S., 
you know, typically want to be self-sufficient. They want to find jobs. They want to be able to support their families. Uh, so they're not looking uh, for handouts. They would like to be self-sufficient, like most of us would like to be self-sufficient. So they are not trying to seek these benefits. In many cases, they get these benefits, however, because they have a hard time getting that first job or getting a job uh, that pays adequately. Now, what I'll say that we, we know from research in general is immigrants, when they're first in the U.S., uh, their incomes are lower. Their salaries are lower. In many cases, it's for reasons they don't speak English very well. They're not familiar with the job market. But as time goes by and they stay in the U.S. for a longer time period, they begin to catch up. Their English skills get better. They understand how the job market works. They've gotten more professional skills. So let's say before they were a carpenter in their home country, now they come and they want to be a carpenter here. But the carpentry skills you need in the U.S. are a little bit different than you might have needed if you were living in Southeast Asia or in Latin America before. So they've gotten the skills that match the American market a little better. So they catch up over time and, and do better. Leighton Koo is co-author of the new Cato Institute working paper, The Use of Public Assistance Benefits by Citizens and Non-Citizen Immigrants in the United States. You can get your copy at Cato.org.